This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. I am praying this morning that the Lord will grant somebody corporate favor. The Lord will grant somebody corporate favor. That same God will grant somebody this morning who is hearing my prayer personal favor. Luke chapter 2 verse 52, the Bible says, And Jesus increased in wisdom, in statute, and in the favor with God and with man. May I pray for somebody this morning that the favor of the law, that which you have lost in the past, shall be recovered. By his favor, I say it shall be recovered. I can hear somebody joining the pastor to respond. I say you shall recover it. You will find the favor of this government. Oh my God. You know when there is a change in government, some people would usually think, oh, I don't like this government. No, that's not what you need. As a child of God, in every government you can prosper. And I pray for somebody, in the sight of that government, you will prosper. Favor is coming your way. In the name of Jesus. Please do have your seat. God bless you. Thank you. Jesus walked in that favor. And if Jesus walked in the favor, I believe somebody is in the house this morning need the favor to reach a level. I'm speaking to you briefly this morning. What God laid on my heart. The God of all grace. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm praying this morning once again. This very year, the grace of the law will terminate your disgrace. I want somebody to say a better amen. Because some of the things I will be saying as the word of God is coming is a prophecy to somebody. If you receive it, it will come to pass. For the rest of this year, and I'm repeating it again, that quarter to disgrace, God will show you favor. I say again, when the clock is going, you are given an appointment. Something supposed to happen by 12 o'clock. You know, by 10 o'clock, it has not happened. You know, 10.30, it has not happened. 11 o'clock, it has not happened. 11.45, it has not happened. I am saying to you, for somebody, the time has come, you are thinking, you will not get it. But I'm repeating it this morning, that quarter to disgrace, God will show you favor. Hallelujah. God is a God. When he steps into our life through his grace, mysterious things can take place in our life. Grace is what is described as unmerited favor. Favor is not obtained on the platform of merit. Lest any man's to take credit. It is a function of the mystery, the mystery of divine mercy and favor. Romans chapter 9 verse 15 and 16 tells us. He said, for he said to Moses, 
I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. I pray this morning once again that the anointing in this service will bring you favor. Grace is what is described as unmerited favor. And hear what Paul said in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 9. He said, I am the least of the apostles. That I am not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. May I tell you this morning, church, that favor qualified the unqualified. And I pray that this year, this very year, what you are not due for, through favor, God will give it to you. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And that's what I sang that song. I am what I am. I am what I am. I am what I am. By the grace of the Lord. I am what I am. 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 By the grace of the Lord. Excuse me, don't deceive yourself. Don't make it in life. You need favor. You need favor. The first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 says, say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Many people labor as you labor, but not many people make it in life. Many people walk as you walk, but not many people achieve something substantial. Many people went to school as you did. They received certificate as you did. Not many, not many people use their certificates. I pray something will change for you this morning. If it is only one person that God has sent me for, I say something will change for you this morning. I will be deceiving myself when I go to a large congregation and think God has sent me to everybody. Only one person. Maybe one person. Maybe God has asked me to travel all the way from London to Abuja just because of one person. I am decreeing this morning as you key into the war. May the Lord change your situation. God said to Jacob, I love Jacob. He said, Jacob, I love Esau. I hate God speaking. The difference is favor. From the same womb, from the same place, with the same certificate, favor can make you outstanding. You receive the same thing with others. You can be different. And I'm praying once again for somebody this morning. Because favor can make you outstanding. Among those people that labor, favor will make you su- to succeed. Among those people that succeed, favor will make you to be outstanding. Among those people that are outstanding, 
Favor will make you a star. And among those people that are stars, favor will make you to outstand them in the name of Jesus. A favor of one a favor of one day can terminate the labor for one year. The Bible also said, by grace are you saved. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Is it by the grace? For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourself. It is the gift of God. In the day of Jesus, church, listen to me. Tell your neighbor, please listen. In the day of Jesus, two men committed crime. They committed the same crime. What you need not to do as a follower, as a servant, following people like Jesus, is not about, never to deny him. Judas denied Jesus. Peter also denied Jesus. You will have read it in your Bible. But Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you. May the Lord pray for you this morning. This sister in yellow cup, May the Lord pray for you this morning. I said, may the Lord pray for you this morning. The Bible told us, when Judah denied Jesus, he went and repented. When Jesus Christ said, Peter, I prayed for you, I tried to check my Bible. I've never found anywhere Jesus Christ said, when Judas denied Jesus, where Jesus has said, Judas I have prayed for you. Did you find your own Bible? Hello, church. Did you find your own Bible? And I've always wondered what is happening. The Bible told us when Judas denied Jesus, he went and repented. Because there was no favor, his repentance was not acceptable. It was not acceptable. He even went to the elders and return the money to so remorse. I really repented. I am not disguising. I am a genuine person. I did it with the whole of my heart. Yet, it was not acceptable. It was not acceptable. In the case of Peter, Jesus told him, by tomorrow, you will deny me three times. He said, it won't happen. In fact, Peter was boasting. He was boasting, but still he failed. By the following day, Peter has denied Jesus three times. When Jesus, when Peter was most needed by Jesus, he denied him. But something was waiting for Peter. Something is the foundation of Peter. Favor will be the foundation of your life. In Mark chapter 14 verse 66 to 72. I would like you to read it yourself. Can I quickly read one or two verses then? The Bible says, as Peter was beneath in the palace. There came one of the men of the high priest. And when he saw Peter warming himself. She looked upon him and said, Thou hast 
with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denies saying, I know not, neither understand I what you are saying. And he went out onto the porch and, and the cock crew. And a maid saw him again and began to say to them that stood by, this is one of them. He denied it again. And a little, a little after, they that stood by said, began to say to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and by thy speech agreed thereunto. But he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom you are saying. Now, let me just go straight to let you know that verse 66 tells us, a maid came, not even a soldier. Peter denied Jesus. I knew Jesus not. I have never come across this man you are talking about. That is enough to say, Peter, the end has come to your life. In verse 69, another man said to him, they saw him again, not even an intimidated personality. He denied it again. I said, I knew not Jesus. I have not seen him before. Verse 70, the Bible says, some people now came after a while and they said to Peter, they mentioned his name to so that we really recognize you. You can't deny you don't know that man. We know you very well. Your speech, your language, your accent looks like them. In fact, your movement. In fact, you have not changed your clothes. The same cloth we saw you about one, two, three days you are wearing. It's still on you. Peter said, no, you are making a mistake. I'm not one of Jesus' disciples. Hear what Peter said in addition to denying Jesus. Peter said in verse 71, he said, but he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom you speak. Of whom you speak. But do you know that before all this thing happened, Favor has gone ahead of Peter. Are you listening to me this morning? I'm not preaching to all, all the people in the house. One or two persons. Before all this mess has gone forth, something has happened in the life of Peter. Favor has gone forth. May favor go ahead of you today. As you step out of this place this morning, I say may favor go into your months. It will go into your year. It will go into your generation. It will accomplish your children in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 22 verse 32. Say, but I have prayed for thee. I have prayed for thee that even after you have been converted, strengthen thy brother. Who is to strengthen who? This is a weak one. This is not what we can, the person we can reckon with. After Peter has done all this, all this mess, which cannot be compared to what Judah has done, the Bible told us that Judas died for denying Jesus, and Peter became the leader of the, of the church. That's a mystery of God's grace and mercy. There is a thing you have done in the past that you are thinking is haunting you. I hear God saying to me this morning, the end has come. Oh my God. I said the end has come. 
grace is speaking for somebody here this morning. Jesus Christ said concerning Peter, upon this rock, upon this rock, Peter, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Ah, why are you always looking at your weaknesses? Why don't you trade it for the grace and mercies of God? You are always looking at what you are not capable to do. Why God is saying, come, you are the one I need. If anybody to be a worker in the house of God is not supposed to be Peter. Many people thought they are energetic. They have good certificates. They are eloquent. But I want to tell you, you need favor to make it in life. Grace is the mother of favor. What do I say? Grace is the mother of favor. Never you compare yourself with people who carry grace and favor. And that's why I'm here this morning. That at the end of this service, the law will rub upon your life. You will carry the aura of grace and favor. Anywhere you go, in the name of Jesus. The life of people who carry grace and favor is completely a mystery. It does not matter when they started. A man of grace will overtake. And I'm saying, speaking to somebody this morning, you are going to overtake. Just one dose of prayer this morning, you are going to overtake. There are people who have gone ahead of you. I am speaking to you. You will overtake. Solomon was an embodiment of his grace. Even in the Old Testament. Solomon. Embodiment of grace. First, first King chapter 3 verse 5 to 15. It's a long passage. I won't bother you to read that one. You read it on yourself. But I'll just bring out some few things out of that passage. You know this is a man. The Lord who was praying. Who prayed to God. He sacrificed. Did all kind of a thing. And God came down. Sacrificed a thousand offering. And God came down. And was doing some other thing. Asking me what do you want. But I'll tell you a brief story about this man also. That David committed an adultery. Of the highest order. He went ahead to kill the husband. Of that woman. Called Bathsheba. The product of adultery. That David committed was the man called Solomon. Church, are you with me? Who is Solomon? The Bible describes Solomon as the wisest person on earth. I don't know whether you can give me a replacement of Solomon when it comes to wisdom now. The Bible said he sacrificed a thousand offering. A thousand offering. Would you comment that that is a very loved one? Yes, it's a very good one. But may I say to you, based on the foundation, on the background, where Solomon was coming from, the kind of thing that surrounds Solomon's life, his family background, may I also tell you that if not grace, if not grace, tell your neighbor, if not grace, if Solomon sacrificed a billion offering, God was not supposed to listen to him. Are you with me? Do you agree with me? 
But the Bible says something different. I am saying to you once again that this year, grace will speak to you. The Bible said, God came down. God did what? God came down from his throne to meet with Solomon where he was praying. He was praying. He was conversing with God. And God was making a conversation with him. And God was asking me, what do you want? But when I was watching in my spirit, and I was trying to look at the situation, I I was looking at it at that very moment, at that very time, there were holy men born out of holy wedlock. They are fasting, they are praying, they are doing all kinds of naivety. And they were groaning in prayer. Yet, some of them, their prayer has not been heard. Are you with me? But a man coming out of such a mess, God was visiting him. God was conversing with him. Why coming down to Solomon to give him an open check? What do you want? I can see nothing but grace. And I can see nothing but the grace. When grace speaks, it can eradicate your past and your present mistakes. And I'm praying for somebody this morning that the God of heaven will visit you this morning. He will speak to your life. God went ahead and said to David, the temple you are about to build, you can't do it. I will ask this son to do it. Who is this son? A son coming out of adultery. A son that's supposed to be thrown out of the kingdom of God, not to enter into the house of God. He's the one that will build the temple. Tell your neighbor, you are next to build the temple of God. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about the mess in the past. Hallelujah. And I hear grace is speaking. Unlimited favor is speaking. The grace, the grace continue in this lineage that even in the family of this, of the Lord Jesus Christ came out from this lineage of Solomon. Who told you your case is written off? Is it because of your mess in the past. I'm praying for somebody today that after today, your mess will become a message. I say your mess will become a message. I say your mess will become a message. In the name of Jesus. I will only give one or two advice before I close this morning. That the only thing I will encourage you this morning to learn from the life of Solomon, which I will also be adding another one to, is that Solomon had nothing. He had a faulty foundation. He has everything wrong from his life, in his life. He had nothing to suffer, but he has just only one thing. Just only one thing we can find from the scripture. The Bible says, Solomon loved the Lord. Hello, church. Solomon did what? The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3, and Solomon loved the Lord. Solomon loved the Lord. Walking in the status of David, his father, 
and he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Solomon loved the Lord. Despite all that has happened in your life, one dose of his favor and grace can sort you out. But do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Church, if you love the Lord, is that how you can serve the Lord? Is that how much you can give to the Lord? Is that how much you can sow that you love the Lord? If you love the Lord, you will not struggle when it comes to money in the house of God. You will not struggle with tithing, giving 10% of your income to the Lord. You will not struggle when it is time to bless the Lord. When there are people who are using the whole of their life to bless the Lord. If you love the Lord, you will go out of your way to bring souls that are perishing. If you love the Lord, you will serve him with the whole of your heart. All the work we are doing in the house of God, I see we are doing it for pastor. If you love the Lord, you suddenly believe it's a sacrifice unto the Lord. If you love the Lord, you will say like David, why do I need a call when there is a cause? Hello, church. In the battle of Goliath, people were trying to query the call of David. Why are you here? Who needs you here? You are not qualified. But there is a cause. You can see the cause for 40 days. No one can answer this uncircumcised Philistine. Why do you need a call? Why do I need to be ordained to carry out the assignment of God? Why do I need a position to step in and to do what God is required of me if you love the Lord? The second advice, if I run up, remain in grace. Remain what? Remain in grace. Don't take the grace for granted. Don't mess up the grace. God has shown you favor. Has shown you grace in the past. Remain in the grace. Remain in that grace. Remain in that grace. And the Bible said in 1 Chronicles chapter 28 verse 6 to 7. And he said unto me, Solomon thy son, he shall build my house and my court. For I have chosen him to be my son. And I will be his father. Moreover, I will establish his kingdom forever. If he be constant to do my commandment and my judgment as at this day. You remain what? In grace. You receive the grace. The grace will wipe off all you have done in life. You can be as terrible as somebody standing before you this morning. You can be as terrible as him in those days. I remember when I was in secondary school, my nickname used to be an acid. You know what an acid means? It's a dangerous substance. You pour it on anybody, it burns you up. I don't find people that are my age. I look at your face up there. I say, yes, I found one that can fight. I know some of you, you are not as terrible as, as I am, as I was then. But the grace has 
wiped up all those slates. Hallelujah. And after the grace has wiped them off, you remain in that grace. You keep on serving him. Rest up on your feet this We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.